unveiling the secrets A-list copywriters use to make themselves and their clients millions. This is the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. All right, welcome back to the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. David, how are you doing today? I'm good, Nathan. How are you? I'm good-ish. Actually, you know what? Every time I talk to somebody and I'm like, how are you doing? And they're like, I'm good. How are you? And I'm like, I'm fantastic. And then I stop and I think we're both lying. (laughs) Well, you do the best you can, right? (laughs) That's right. So we have uh, kind of a somber, sobering topic for this week's episode. Yeah, we do. Um, So tell me if you've had this experience. You get up in the morning and within a few minutes, this sharp pang of confusion runs through your body as you wonder, what world am I living in? Because these are disconcerting times, that's for sure. We're all doing the best we can to adjust to it. And based on my very limited view of what's going on, most people are doing okay, most people. I know some people are suffering terribly right now. I have one friend who had what he was pretty sure was the coronavirus, and he got through it, and I'm grateful for that. And I'm aware that there are many other people who are having a tougher time with it. But what I want to talk about today is not the present. It's the future and not the general state of the world or even the general state of business, but specifically copywriting and what copywriting's going to be like in what we're starting to now refer to as the new normal. Uh, And let's give credit where credit is due. It's the scientists, the doctors, the nurses, the first responders who will get most of the world at large through this. But copywriters can do a lot to help businesses stay afloat and maybe, just maybe, increase the number of employees of those businesses who keep getting paychecks. Um, The other thing that copywriters and business owners can do is to remember this. Copy is powerful. You're responsible for how you use what you hear on this podcast. Most of the time, common sense is all you need. But if you make extreme claims and if you're writing copy for offers in highly regulated industries like health and finance and business opportunity, you may want to get a legal review after you write and before you start using your copy. My larger clients do this all the time. So for the new normal for copywriting, Nathan, I'd like to cover four areas today, and I'd really love to hear what you think about about each of them as we jump into them. And so I I know you talk to a lot of people, as do I. Uh, First, talking about where we are from a marketing point of view, how the market is doing and what people are feeling and thinking. And maybe that's different from how they were feeling and thinking in old normal times, quote unquote, normal times. Second, what does all of this mean? And going forward, what does this mean for businesses that get most or all of their revenue from copywriting? Online businesses, mail order businesses, service businesses. In other words, businesses that are used to depending on copywriting. Third, what will this mean for businesses that previously didn't use much copy to close the deal? B2B businesses with squads of salespeople that fly all over the country or used to. 
brick and mortar stores, businesses that did most or all of their selling at trade shows. And fourth, what this means to copywriters. We're going to be writing a little differently from now on if we want to maximize conversion. And we may be writing for different clients too. So what to think about from all, you know, what to think about what to do. So let's, let's, so that's, that's what we're going to talk about. It's a lot, I know. And we want to jump right into it. Where we are now, uh, I think the most important thing for you as a marketer, as a business owner, as a copywriter, understand is not everyone's in the same place or headed in the same direction. And it's also important as we move forward to understand that. Um, What do people in the market want, at least say from now till the fall? And what negative feelings are people having? And how does this apply to you and your business? Um, If you drive around the town you live in, you may look like everything is stopped, but that's not the sum total of what's going on. Some businesses have shut down completely, and we'll use the example of gyms, health clubs, right? Uh, some businesses have cut back restaurants, for example. Certain restaurants don't allow customers to come in and sit down for a meal, but they have delivery and to go, and they may have drive through. This probably means fewer employees and lower revenue, but they're not at a standstill, they're at a slowdown. But and this is what a lot of people are missing. Some businesses have accelerated, including my business and that of several uh, copywriters I know. And this only makes sense because copy is one of the few ways left that businesses that are staying open still have to sell. And there's an opportunity now. Um, with the health clubs closed, for example, online work- workouts with personal trainers more opportunities for that. Fitness info products. They have a great opportunity from people who want to now stay in shape but are no longer allowed in the gym. Also, I read an article yesterday on medium.com by Scott Galloway. He's one of my favorite marketing experts who's not direct response oriented. His main point is the new normal will be a lot like the old normal, but faster, accelerated. Everything will speed up. I don't totally agree with him on that, but I'm willing to give it time and I, I see how, how it's possible. And finally, let me give you a real simple, you know, concrete example that you've got to be familiar with. Everyone's familiar with it. It's Amazon.com. Um, a few weeks ago, they hired 100,000 additional workers. And if you're a prime customer, which used to mean you'd get free shipping on a lot of items, that would arrive in one or two days, now the wait is considerably longer. You add those two things together, and you can see, even with all the new workers, they're swamped. I'm, I'm going to get into the, the way people are feeling and uh, how that affects marketing in a sec, Nathan, but, but anything about what you've noticed, what you've heard in terms of just where people's businesses are at? Uh, I'm going to just give one example. One of my clients is in the health and fitness and he's a personal trainer and he's a personal trainer to celebrities, CEOs, a lot of people like that. He's had to change his positioning. The The main selling point, he, he most of his clients are female. His main selling point was, I can make you look super sexy. I can give you that big butt that you want. I can give you that thin waist that you want. I can 
give you all of that sexual energy and attention that you want. And now the majority of all of our positioning is about, I can keep you healthy. It's a huge shift of what his market wants. Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, they wanted to be sexy. Now they're not even shaving their legs, but they want to be healthy. So, um, and, and this isn't just his industry. It's just the one that comes to mind. Uh, all industries are going to have to pivot. They're going to have to respond to the new desires that their market has. And I have some other stuff, but I want to wait until you talk about the emotional stuff because I think BizOp also is going through some changes as well. Yeah, that's, that's a great example. And I think it segues really nicely into um, our, our next section. Boy, that's interesting, right? Three weeks ago, I wanted to be sexy. Now I just want to stay alive. Huh, okay, but makes sense. I mean, and it sounds very real to me. So second part, what will the new normal, that is whatever life is like moving forward in business, mean for existing businesses that are already using copywriting? They're already, um, they, they move their business forward with sales letters and with online marketing and advertising. Um, so, uh, you know, echoing what you just said, Nathan, the mood of the market has changed. We need to adjust. People's reasons for buying may be different. I mean, that was such a perfect example. Today, people expect a different tone. Uh, one thing I heard from someone connected at, at the highest levels of marketing, someone who's actually leading a huge consortium of companies with his copy this week, um, uh, he said, people are expecting you to be straight with them and they want this more than ever before. It's not like they expected you to lie to them before, but I think they gave you a little more poetic license than, than they're doing right now. They want to know what's going on and they want some reasonable acknowledgement of their situation and feelings. Okay. So let's talk about the downside and the upside on the downside. People are scared. They're nervous. Some are angry. Many are confused. They don't want to be coddled, but they do want to be reassured. A lot of people who are used to being around people can't do that anymore. They're lonely. Okay? That's all real. On the upside, there are certain things many people want now a lot more than they did before the pandemic became serious. They want a sense of control. They long for things to return to the way they were, even if that never will happen. They crave some kind of certainty about what the future looks like. I've got an example from one of my clients. Um, they gave me permission to share this because I keep a lot of these things confidential, keep all of it confidential without permission. Uh, the client is called California Debt Relief. And they put together a very moving one-minute video on Facebook. The video is nice, but wait till you hear this number I'm about to share with you. The theme was celebrating the service and heroism of first responders, doctors, and nurses. Beautiful pictures, beautiful presentation, nice music, um, about one minute long. No pitch. They just put their logo on at the end of the video as they were expressing appreciation to all of the heroes in the video. This video got 5,000 shares okay um normally i'm 
not all that big on this kind of pure branding, but this one I think was a really good thing to do. And I told Walt, the CEO, that I thought so. And again, he gave me permission to share this. So that's working. This next point, I think, is maybe going to lead into what you have to say, Nathan, about uh, BizOp. Um, aggressive promos that shamelessly try to manipulate people into buying stuff or try to shame people for not being good enough, big enough, strong enough, fast enough, blah, 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 enough. Um, I don't know how well they're working. And they might even work, but damn it, they're going to harm that marketer's reputation in the long run. What did you want to say? Uh, I'm just going to dovetail on that. Uh, The old mentality of buy my opportunity so that you can have this mansion and you can have this swimming pool with 10 attractive women and you can have five Ferraris in your garage and you can live this luxury lifestyle laptop entrepreneur at the beach doing your work. That was very appealing to that market five months ago. Now those same people are thinking to themselves, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to make rent next month. I'm trying to figure out how I can put food on the plate of my child and these promises of mansions and Lamborghinis just won't appeal the way that it did before. It's in fact, it's going to, in my opinion and what I'm seeing kind of play out is that it's instead of, instead of inspiring emotions of want and desire, it's inspiring or, or causing people to harbor like resentment towards that marketing. And so instead of making people say, I want that, it's making people say, well, how dare this guy? So again, making sure that you're not tone deaf to where your market is actually at in their own heads right now is huge. And um, I, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing people finally start to get it and shift, uh, but it took a little while. And I, I, uh, I don't think it's just biz op. I think all markets are going to have to readjust. Now people are in a different mental state than they were just five months ago. And the messages that were working like gangbusters five months ago are not going to connect the way that they used to. So you have to find what message connects now. That's a really good point. And on a very practical note, I mean, think about it. If you had the swimming pool with 10 beautiful women there, they all have to social distance and you have to social distance from them. I mean, what kind of party is that anyway? Huh? <laughs> that's, that's the kind of party I would be catching Corona at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so no, no swimming pools with 10 beautiful women for you, Nathan. Do you have a problem with Kindle books? I do. Sometimes I really just want to hold a book in my hand so I can turn the pages and highlight stuff and make notes. That's one reason I recently released the print version of my book, Breakthrough Copywriting. And listen to this. On Facebook, I've gotten pictures posted from around the world. Pictures of people holding their printed copy of Breakthrough Copywriting in their hands, including one from an A-list screenwriter and marketer in L.A.'s famous Topanga Canyon. He was reading the book in his hot tub. Breakthrough Copywriting is a great book for you, whether you are a beginner or an A-lister yourself or anywhere in between. It costs a tiny, tiny fraction of my $5,000 a head seminar that the book is based on. So check out Breakthrough Copywriting on Amazon.com. Now, back to the show. Let's talk about the new normal in terms of businesses that didn't use copy in the past, because I think this is 
really the big change. And this is probably the big opportunity for copywriters, although it's not the kind of thing that's going to fall into your lap. You're going to have to be creative in selling it and in, in identifying it and all that. But, but listen to this. The idea of remote selling is going to be a new concept for traditional businesses. Remote selling, remote selling, that's what we do. That's what copywriters do. But for a lot of businesses, they used to send somebody out. They used to want to have a meeting, used to sell the trade show. They used to go out and shake hands. Dr. Fauci said yesterday that um, we should never shake hands anymore. That may be a bit extreme, but um, yeah, I mean, things are changing. So um, here's, here, here's what I think. I think that you know, more traditional, what we may call stodgy businesses are going to start using, quote, remote selling more, using having Zoom meetings. Uh, I had a private chat with a client who's a very high-powered sales trainer. He said, these days, there's no excuse for not using Zoom meetings, even where a company or an individual used to sell in person. Now, People might not think of a Zoom meeting as copy, but in some cases I do. I think having a planned, structured, scripted sales presentation that you deliver over Zoom might not look like copy to you, but it has the same attributes. Businesses will be using email, landing pages, and shopping carts in new ways and more than in the past. Um, When customers can't or won't come into the store, they'll start to see copy as more of a life or death thing for the business uh, than they did before, which is something as copywriters we've often already seen. Um, any thoughts on that, Nathan? I really can't add anything to it. I think you just nailed it perfectly. Uh, yeah, if I tried to, I'd just be repeating what you said. <laughs> okay, well, then let's, let's um, jump into the jackpot, what all this means for copywriters. We've seen a lot of mistakes made in the first months of the pandemic and a lot of good things, too. Um, So here are some ideas on how to maximize the odds that your copy will be well-received and your response will be as high as possible. Um, I'd recommend a little more restraint right now. And again, I want to point to that excellent example you gave, Nathan, about your celebrity fitness coach. I would say going from you will be the hottest hottie in the hot, hot world of hot hotties to um, I'm going to help you stay healthy. That's a little bit of restraint, okay? It's appropriate restraint. Um, A little more conservative, a little less aggressive in tone. Not wimpy, not chicken little, just uh, moderated. Cut back on the hype or the flashy cleverness. Not necessarily eliminate it entirely, just use it a lot more judiciously. Focus on being believable and and telling it straight to your prospect. Um, I would also say that hope tempered with acknowledgement of where we are right now and how your prospects are feeling is a really good copy strategy. And finally, a lot of people can use your help right now. Um, I think we're going to push up the order of this, but uh, we had, um, we'll have a guest on who's starting a new business. He's already done seven and eight figure businesses and sold them before, and he's looking for copywriters. Um, uh, I think a lot of 
large companies, if you can navigate the large company culture, are going to need copywriters when they didn't before. You're going to have to find these things and you're going to have to get to know their culture well enough to even pitch them. But there are a lot of opportunities uh, hanging out there. Yeah, I think that I'm optimistic more than most people are about how this is going to uh, affect society. I think that um, I personally am not the doomsday naysayer that I think a lot of people are in that mindset right now. But I do see that this is going to have huge, it's already having huge impacts on the way people do business, on the way that we educate our children, on all kinds of aspects of life. And when it comes to selling and the impact that this whole situation is going to have on selling, you're absolutely right. Selling face-to-face, selling at conventions, all of these things that were kind of the standards, network marketing, all of this stuff, um, it's going to shift away. There's going to be a shift away from that. And that shift is going to go, it's going to take that. Selling is going to happen. It's, it's part of human nature. And that shift is going to take that energy from those things over to who can write, who can write a webinar, who can write a good video sales letter, who can write a good email sequence. And especially right now with people being so starved for content, if you know how to provide that content, you're going to be the one making the sales. Well put. And yeah, I hope every copywriter will listen to what you just said and think about it a while, especially if you're a little scared or worried or confused. And finally, I want to end with an open-ended question. Even though it's a yes or no question, it's still an open-ended question. And that is, is this the beginning of a golden era for introverts? Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) This concludes today's episode of the Copywriters Podcast. Yes, sir. (laughs) Fantastic episode. A lot to think about and shining a little bit of light on the silver lining that I think a lot of, uh, especially entrepreneurs and copywriters right now, aren't are probably not realizing the opportunity that's in front of them. Yeah. uh, Thanks. I hope so. Um, I mean, you can choose to respond to this any way you want, but I I hope you see a glimmer of hope because you should. Absolutely. So if people want more glimmers of hope, I say they should head on over to copywriterspodcast.com and download more episodes of the show. Uh, Do you have any final final thoughts or advice for the copywriters out there as we leave and we exit the show today. Yeah. So if you watch a lot of TV, like I do, um, it's real easy to think that the only thing that's going on in the United States or, and, or the world is coronavirus. It's not the only thing going on. Um, and it's important to connect with people both for your own well-being, mental health, but also as a marketer to find out what people are thinking, what they're talking about, what's going on. Because as a copywriter, that's the golden piece of information that you need to be successful for yourself and for your clients. Absolutely. Man, uh, it was good to connect with you today. I appreciate your time and I appreciate you putting these episodes together. And I will catch you next time. Catch you next time. Before we go, a quick question. 
Would you like to have me as a guest on your podcast? Let me give you an easy way to contact me about that. We've put up a form on GarfinkelMedia.com, and it won't take much more than a minute to fill it out. So if you'd like to have me on your show, just go to GarfinkelMedia.com and fill out the form. That's GarfinkelMedia.com. Thanks, and see you next time on the Copywriters Podcast. This is the Copy and Funnels Podcast Network.